What's up, everyone? You're listening to the 10 After 7 podcast with your host, Michael Cody Stevenson. It's October 3rd, 2018, and we're one day away from officially kicking off postseason baseball. Yeah, that's right. I didn't count the wild card games. But tomorrow, the National League Division Series kicks off. You got the Rockies versus the Brewers and my Los Angeles Dodgers against the Atlanta Braves. Then on Friday, you got the New York Yankees and Boston Red Sox, one of the greatest rivalries in all sports. And the other series, you got the Cleveland Indians and Houston Astros. Very underrated. Could be the best series out of all the four. But the Dodgers, they made it. I was a little nervous last week. They were fighting for the NL West division title. Won it for the sixth straight year. Yes, they did. So tomorrow against the Atlanta Braves, they got home field advantage. Hun Jin Ryu's going game one. Clayton Kershaw's going game two. Game two is probably the most important game. You win game one, you throw Clayton Kershaw, could possibly get a 2-0 lead. You lose game one, you got to win that in a five-game series. You got to win game two in a five-game series. So what does Clayton Kershaw do? Wins it. Series is now tied. Then you go to Atlanta. Game two is very important. So people making a big deal about the Dodgers not throwing Kershaw in game one, relax. Game two, arguably, is more important. So we're rooting for the Dodgers. You better be rooting for the Dodgers if you're listening to this podcast. But on this podcast, we talk about all sports. And football, it's kind of, it's kind of taken over. The last three weeks, I brought Kel Dester on. We've crushed it. Recapping the previous week, giving you guys lines, which are terrible. We'll talk about that. We did awful. And we're going to own up to it. Last week was atrocious. We gave you guys some locks, which weren't locks. Gave you guys stayaways, which you probably could have won money off of. And then we gave you the bold predictions. And boy, did we fuck those up. But anyways, I'm bringing on Kel Dester once again this week to talk about week four of the NFL and look ahead to week five. Kel Dester coming on next. There he is. Mr. Kel Dester. Cody Stevenson. What's up, buddy? Week four. We did it. Week four. Guess who's back? Back again. Ten after Dester's back. Tell up. Tell up for And we got we got we got to start right here, though. All right, we ha- we have to own up to the atrocious locks and stayaways that we gave away last week. I was thinking that too, and I was going to tell you every week I end up not even placing the ones we lock in. I don't even place it, but I literally went back, so I was like, uh, "Let's see how we did." We got one right, and it was you. You said to lock in the Detroit Lions plus three, and they almost didn't even cover that. Yeah, well, they almost won that game, so. Yeah, the Cowboys ended up winning at the very end by two points. So you got that one. Bold predictions. Uh, I don't really care too much about bold predictions because we were going out on a limb. Yours was closer. You picked the Vikings going into L.A. Lost by seven points. They actually covered that game. Myself, I picked the Dolphins going into New England, and boy, was that uh, oh gosh, <laughs> shit-kicking. Oh, gosh. Why don't we start there? Uh, we could start there. Uh, I watched that game, actually, fully. Uh, and... The Dolphins were horrible. 
and it kind of sucks because I kind of set you up when I told, I said, Hey, my bold prediction is dolphins over Patriots. Although I never had saw the dolphins play before. And you went on like a two minute thing about how they were a good, decent team. But although they were playing the Patriots who they can never beat and it proved, I mean, the Patriots ran all over them. Sony Michelle had over a hundred yards, James White, I think he scored two touchdowns. They ran all over him. And then the worst part about it was the Dolphins couldn't get anything going on offense. Three and outs, I felt like, was going on the entire game. Tannehill couldn't get it going. And they also really don't have a star. Like I said last week, I have Kenyon Drake in fantasy, and he's done nothing for me. Disappointment, yeah. So when you look around the field, Tannehill really doesn't have a guy to throw to. And that's what happened. The Patriots blew him out. Yeah, like I said, I mean, not too surprising with that game just because that's just what the Patriots do, you know, come back from two bad losses against a division opponent that they beat around every single year, and they did it again. And that's why, you know, I think we talked about is it too early to start, you know, freaking out about the Patriots. And Yeah, and I'm an idiot because I've said that the last two podcasts. I'm saying these people are going on the radio trying to claim that the Patriots are dead you even said it. They don't have a full healthy team yet. And all, again, the stats out there, Tom Brady's only ever lost three straight games once in his career, and that was 2002. Wow. So if you actually bet the Dolphins, you're an idiot. <laughs> True. I agree with that. And, yeah, Tom Brady started the, – the Pats started 2-2 two and two last year. Went to another Super Bowl. So, I mean, it's early, especially with that team. They seem to always have suspensions. Everyone's healthy now. Josh Gordon – uh, Edelman's coming back this week. I, I don't, um, Gronk went down. Gronk, yeah, Gronk went down, unfortunately. He's not playing tomorrow, tomorrow right? Yeah. Okay. Should and then, <laughs> and, and then we could talk about the Rams. Incredible. Goff throws for five touchdowns, 465 Boy, yards, three receivers over 100 yards. Pick whichever one you want Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Sean McVay, once again, is fucking amazing. And I watched the entire game with a boner. (laughs) I think we all did. That was the game of the week. Or that Monday night game. But what a game. They're an incredible team. They're a really good team. I I take back anything I've said about the Rams. They're for real. They're here to stay. I don't know who can beat that team, honestly. Just that offense. Love their system and their playbook. Yeah, McVay's a genius. But they have it in all three phases as well. Defense is all right, but they have a really good special teams. And I love their special teams coordinator, uh, John Fossil. Yeah, awesome. And hard knocks a couple years ago. Yeah. Yes. Bones. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not He's not the best looking dude to look at. No, very, very thin. <laughs> the, the Vikings held their own, though. Kirk Cousins, like we said, they were going to bounce back from an awful loss to the Buffalo Bills. And Adam Thielen showed out. And they actually made it a seven-point game. You could have watched that game, and if you really were watching it, you were like, holy shit, there's no way they're going to ever stop the Rams. But the Vikings, I believe, were ahead early in that game. They were. They jumped out to a – I don't believe four. I know seven to zero for sure. Got to check on so that. that. Yeah, seven, seven to zero for sure. I don't think 14-0. But... No, yeah, and that's what great teams do. You see it in the NFL. It does not matter how you win in the NFL. That's one of the things I love. You know, if you get away with a W – it's a win. So Rams are not enough can be said about that team right now. They're the best team in the NFL. 
All right, now I'll let you talk about your team. The Jacksonville Jaguars blew out the Jets after a terrible loss to the Titans the previous week. I'll let you have the floor again. Bounce back week from another great team in the NFL. I saw they had uh, they gave them the number three spot this week. And just a little disclaimer, I will be in Kansas City this weekend to watch my boys take on the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Oh, that's a dandy. Yes, I cannot wait. Should be a lot of fun. But, um, no, Blake Bortles threw for a career high in passing yards. Thought he looked incredible. Beautiful pass. Beautiful pass down the sidelines to Moncrief. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And that defense is that defense. I cannot say enough about that Jaguar defense, which is why I love the matchup this week against the Chiefs. Chiefs have not seen a defense like the Jags. But, um, anyways, yeah, I know that the offense looked great. Like, I love teams like that to bounce back after losses and, you know, defense at safety. They fly around. They seem to have a real good team chemistry, which I like about the Jags. And, I mean, yeah, they they made Sam Darnold their little bitch. <laughs> hey, be, hey, be nice to the SC kid. No, not a fan. I'll give a shout-out to Doug Morell, though. I keep on finding some reason <laughs> to love that guy more. They're up by three touchdowns. Marone goes for two. The score was all the score was already out of reach. After the game, they asked him why he did that. He said it's what the chart said, which is bullshit. He interviewed for the New York Jets job a couple years ago, and they gave the job to Todd Bowles. And now look at him shoving it where the sun don't shine. Goes for four. God goes for God fourth down with thirty seconds left in the game on the two yard line. <laughs> Touchdown. Unbelievable. Love it. That's what I love. There's not enough of that. Pete Carroll's done it a few times. Him and Harbaugh had a beef, but I love Marone doing that. And then the excuse of that's what the chart said, beautiful. Yeah, he probably had some bologna after that too. Oh, yeah, wrap it up in cheese. <laughs> <laughs> we'll jump to uh, – let's, let's talk about the Chiefs since that's the matchup next week, the Monday night game. I actually – I believe I said that was my stay-away game because I knew it would be tough going into mile high for Patrick Mahomes. They did get down by 14 points, and then Mahomes comes out because everyone – I swear, this is the day and age of sports, and this is what Twitter has created. You play bad for a five-minute span, and everyone will tweet the Mahomes era, the Mahomes magic. It's over. Shut it down. Same thing happened the previous Monday night when Fitzpatrick was out there. Now the Fitzpatrick magic is absolutely out. But (laughs) Mahomes, he does that balls behind by 14 points then he has this miraculous comeback throws the ball left-handed to kareem hunt i believe for a first down and everyone is drooling all over him again and i'm still drooling over him the throws that dude makes from across his body fascinating to watch he's i mean he's brett Favre to me i've seen people come out i think his teammates have come out, and I think a couple analysts say he's got the arm talent of Aaron Rodgers like they've never seen before. He is very fucking good. He is incredible. I love the way, too, just how he escapes the pocket and can throw on the run. He's Yeah, he's incredibly impressive. That left-handed pass, I saw a stat. He has more left-handed passes this year than interceptions. No, don't, don't fucking say that stat, dude. It's a great stat. It is. I think uh, I saw a stat that said that left-handed pass looked better than any pass Tim Tebow threw in his NFL career. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, which I hate because I'm the biggest Tebow lover. Oh, yeah, I like Tebow. 
So, yeah, Chiefs pull off that comeback. The Broncos should have had that game. I mean, Case, Case Keenum has a dude wide open in the last minute of the game, overthrows him. So the Chiefs win again, 4-0. Yeah, see, kind of like I was saying about the Rams, I mean, that says a lot about both those teams. It says a lot about the Chiefs, and it says a lot about the Broncos, where a lot of people are high on the Broncos, but if you looked at last year, would they lose 10 straight games to end the year, or nine? And, you know, Case Keenum, I'm a fan. He, he's earned that spot to take over a, a team. But, I mean, yeah, for them to choke that away and lose that game, it says a lot about that team. And then for the Chiefs to – for Mahomes to do what he did and the defense stepped up and their offense is one of the best I've ever seen. It's incredible. The playmakers they have on that offense and Kareem Hunt is unbelievable. I'm a fan. That's I'm very let's excited. let's do a little comparison then. The I because I think the Rams will blow out the Chiefs, and that's because I think the Rams overall overall are a better team. And the Chiefs defense is another story. They're awful. They don't know how to tackle. It's the worst NFL tackling I've ever seen. And I've watched them two straight weeks. And in the open field, they cannot tackle to save their lives. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. I mean, the Rams are a better defense, but... The other but thing let's about, let's the compare other thing their offenses, the Chiefs, though. The other thing about the Chiefs you got to look at, they do this every year. <laughs> you know, don't forget, yeah. what they start 9-0 and last year or two years ago and 7-0. and They do this every single year and for some reason cannot get it done come December. So that's true. That's very true. Except Mahomes is a factor and you have to factor that in. I know the talk about Andy Reid and clock management that will get beaten to death, but there's a reason why Alex Smith is a pretty good quarterback. I mean, they got all the talent they could out of him, And now they put the Mahomes guy in that's doing stuff that more than half the league at the quarterback position cannot do. So I think it's different. They do start like this every year. But I'm bu- I'm buying the stock. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're they're for real. And we'll see this week. That's what I'm saying. We'll see what Mahomes looks like against the Jags. Easily the matchup of the week for me in the NFL. And um we'll tap on that a little later. But yeah, that off Tyreek Hill is just unbelievable to watch. But you're right on that defense that, you know, that is going to be a question mark for them moving forward. And we will see the Rams first Chiefs in November. It's going to be a great game, and it's going to be played in Mexico. So that should be great. Good stuff. <laughs> great job by the NFL right there. That's really good stuff. I'm looking, Let's for, jump. Uh, looking for a Spanish word. <laughs> oh, yeah, because bueno. it ain't coming from me. Bueno. Uh, damn, I can't give you anything. Uno. <laughs> yeah, it, took me, it took me 30 seconds to come up with bueno. So Yeah, we just, we just embarrassed ourselves. Let's jump to another young quarterback because this was bizarre. The Buccaneers and Bears played, and Mitch Trubisky threw for six touchdowns. And I don't want to talk about it because I put Tannehill in for Trubisky on my week where my quarterback had a bye. So (laughs) it was between those. That is awful. It was between those two for me, and I don't know why I chose Tannehill, but zero points to against thirty-five points difference between me win or losing. But, um, oh. Yeah, he looked incredible. He's a he's a guy I'm high on too at the quarterback position. He looks really good. He looks comfortable and you know what it's similar to the Bears with Trubisky. I think it's a Bortles Jaguars situation, don't you think? Very good defense, and what you get out of your quarterback can take you however far it's going to be. 
Because Trubisky, it's really in his hands. This was obviously his best game, but the previous weeks, they had that 17-point lead against the Packers. They kind of were nervous to even let him throw the ball later in that game. They kind of played conservative, ran the ball a couple times. And then that's basically you jumped to the Jaguars last year in the AFC Championship. I hate to bring it up, but they were scared to let Bortles kind of throw the ball and took the, uh, their foot off the pedal. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. And looking at that uh, Bears roster, it's really good. It's an impressive roster because, uh, you know, Allen Robinson, ex-Jag, he's an incredible talent. Uh, I love uh, Terry Cohen. Jordan Howard's a great bruiser back. Uh, that line, Kyle Long on the end, Pro Bowl tackle. And yeah, Trubisky, kind of the same thing. Like, you're right. You know, when they give the ball to the defense, that, that defense is going to do their job. And, yeah, just don't mess it up, Trubisky. So. And they have a great play caller and you know, Matt Nagby, I think is Nag Nagby. I don't know how to pronounce it, but he came from uh, under Andy Reid in Kansas City. And you even see them play a couple times. The plays that they draw up to get even Trey Burton involved, a tight yeah. end. They do a lot of that shuffle pass stuff, just like the Rams and the Chiefs do. They know how to get all the talent out of those players. So that is a team to watch. They s- currently sit atop that division ahead of the Packers, Lions, and Vikings. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch. It, it, I think it'll be between them and the Vikings for sure. Because I don't know if the Packers just have the talent around Rodgers. Yeah, that's brutal. They did beat the Buffalo Bills 19-0 this week. But Rodgers went into that presser and he kind of roasted Mike McCarthy about play calling, which is not good when your quarterback and coach don't really seem to like each other. Yeah, it seems like Rodgers has problems with a lot of people. It's an easy, Rodgers. Not everyone's on your level, okay? <laughs> Oh, hey, I, I do have my own opinions about Rodgers. I love him. He's one of my favorite athletes of all time because he's incredible. But I do think that guy would be tough to hang out with. He kind of seems like he has a weird sense of humor, kind of snarky, which I'm not a fan well, of. I don't know if he's uh, read or heard at all, but he has, like, zero relationship with his family. I guess, like. Yes, I dude, I've heard this, and me and Devin argue about it all the time. Devin tries to say, dude. He doesn't have a relationship with his family, man. F him. I'm like, dude, it's also his family, and you don't know the situation. So relax. He's like, yeah, I do. He didn't go to his grandpa's funeral. <laughs> I'm like, dude, okay, that's what's out there, but you still don't know the extent no, of it. No, true. But, you know, his brother on The Bachelor and all that. I just think it's funny. I don't know. Maybe is it is – No, it, and fuck his brother. Hey, is it, fuck, you know, that's <laughs> – No, fuck his brother for going on The Bachelor and even bringing up – I know it was the topic was brought up, obviously, is Aaron Rodgers. But he knows when he says, oh, our relationship's complicated, and people are going to run with yeah. that. I mean, I'd be, I'd be pissed at my brother if he went on The Bachelor and was like, yeah, our relationship's complicated, and I'm in that limelight. And the questions I'm going to hear for the next month are, hey, your brother was on The Bachelor. You said your relationship's complicated. What do you think? <laughs> I'm very heated. I'm, I'm on the side of Aaron Rodgers. On yeah, this I don't know. I just think that's an interesting, you know, in terms of his personality. But he does seem like just a it guy is that, you know. He's got that cockiness. It makes him great, but I agree with that. I don't know if I want to hang out with Rodgers. <laughs> hey, we just went on a little rant right there. I like that. Yeah, he's going to make me feel bad about myself. And not a, I, don't, I don't need that. <laughs> Let's jump to the three overtime games. Pretty damn incredible football games. Awesome. You had the Browns Raiders go to overtime, which I was praying for a tie. Browns ended up losing. That's great for your under. Love it. And then we had we had we had the Titans versus Eagles. Tied. What a sack! Titans had a great what a co- sack on Vrabel. 
What? Which one? Uh, Mike Vrabel for Tennessee. Oh, the head coach on that guy going for a fourth, going for <laughs> a fourth and two, and they're in field goal range to tie it. Oh, Deion Lewis, he your boy. That we're getting the win. Yeah, that was pretty ballsy, and we could talk about that game because it's your division. Huge win for the Titans. They're three yeah, and one place. now, and they beat. I mean, beat the Jaguars last week. Beat the Eagles this week. Two division champions, the Super Bowl defending champion, and they were down seventeen to three in that game. And Vable came and dropped his nutsack right on the field and said, let's do this. No, they're good. I don't – it's kind of a – I think I need to watch a little bit more. I mean, I'll watch that Jag game. But I don't know what makes them so good, you know. It's like in that Jag game, nothing was happening. Both defenses were showing out, and both offenses weren't. So – and I watched a little – especially the end of last week's Titan game. And it's just kind of – yeah, kind of just efficient. And, yeah, the play calling was well. I like their backs a lot, it, but I kind of can't put my finger on what makes them so good. Yeah, it's it's similar to what the Dolphins were when they were 3-0 and and we were asking, are we buying or selling yeah. this team? And I, I watched the highlights of this game, and Corey Davis, who was a first-round pick, I think, two years ago for them, maybe last year, he had nine receptions for, I think, 160 and ended up catching the game-winning touchdown in overtime. So – you look at that right there, and they obviously have a go-to guy for Mariota, which is key. Yeah, they have the – yeah, I mean, Mariota – we've seen what Mariota can do in the league, and there's an interesting team. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm buying on it, but, like, I, I would rather have the Dolphins right now. I do think the Dolphins have a chance to make the playoffs this year. I just like the way they play. and But Titans have the same kind of thing, same kind of thing. One of those, one of those types of teams are going to make the playoffs, so – yeah, and the Titans last year, I know they have a new head coach, so it seems like you would think last year was kind of a disaster, but they did go into Kansas City and win, which is pretty damn impressive. Yeah. No, they're, they're a good team. They're solid. And then we and then we had another division, Kalash, collision, your division in the overtime game, and that was the Texans-Colts. And the Texans ended up winning that one, which they were 0-3, they needed that win more than anyone. I think this is the most important win out of those three overtime games. And Deshaun Watson finally looked like he had his, had his shit together. Yeah, a very impressive win. They needed that one. I would put both that and the Raiders as must wins just because, yeah, you're starting out 0-3, can't be 0-4. But more so for the Texans because they're supposed to. They were the favorites to win that division. I also have a future on the Jags to win the division at a plus 150. Couldn't believe that line, but um, yeah, that was plus one fifty. Yeah, plus one fifty, and then the Texans were a plus one twenty. Jesus, can people disrespect Bortles anymore? Oh man, they always do. And I got, I love this week because I got lit up two weeks ago, right before the Titan game. Said, watch the tape on Blake Bortles, and please tell me that he is not a top ten quarterback talent in this league. I want to hear your reasons. And everyone, whenever bringing up Bortles, they say the same thing. Oh, but but they don't give up facts. You know, like do you watch the guy play? And I guarantee the answer is no. The dude handles the game well. Game manager. He's an he's a very good quarterback. So I don't know where I was, I don't no, know yeah, where I was going with he, that. No, yeah, he's but no, he's definitely no. Well, I mean, we love our quarterback talk on yeah. here. And I think for the team he's on, he's phenomenal. And 
honestly, they're playing without Leonard Fournette. Yeah, TJ Yeldon, which is which is we should talk about a little. Yeah, bit. man, he's Jesus Christ, he's a stud, dude. He's that's I'm not even too concerned because I always had that feeling too with Yeldon. Give him a little more time, give him the job. I mean, we need Fournette definitely, but in the meantime, he is not a bad replacement. It'll be interesting. Do you think they go to a? most teams have done it this year is kind of have a two-headed monster back there. You think Yeldon has proven himself and he's going to get a lot more uh, snaps in the, when Leonard Fournette comes back. Who, who knows if he ever will because it seems like his hamstring tightens up every night. Yeah, it's a bad injury, by the way. I'm kind of worried about that because that's one of those injuries that just kind of doesn't go away throughout a year. So I think they should just shut him down for four weeks or, you know, until he's ready. That keep, I think he keeps wanting to play and they're putting him in there, and then he keeps just aggravating it. And it's like, you know, it's not getting any better. But I think their backfield could be something like like a Derrick Henry, Deion Lewis, something like that, or, you know, a Tevin Coleman, Devontae Freeman type thing. Yeah, I can see it being more like that, for You know, sure. it's where Yeldon gets the passes out of the backfield, Fournette's the bruiser. It's good, yeah. We're all tied. Yeldon's proved himself. So... You just said the Raiders' win was important, probably for John Gruden. On a game in 3,591 days. And for some reason, I was a huge Chucky fan. I just bought into it. He hadn't coached in like 10 years. I liked his, you know, commentary on Monday Night Football. I thought it was funny. And Frank Caliendo's impersonations are absolutely hilarious. So I fell in love with the guy. But for some reason, I just wanted them to lose. I wanted them to keep losing. To have John Gruden continue to try to explain the Khalil Mack trade, I don't know what it was, but I was mad when the Raiders won that game. That has to be. I mean, is he just oblivious? Oh, every week. That makes no sense. But anyways, um, yeah, I just think it was a huge win for (laughs) the fan base. Yeah, for him, kind of everyone's like all over the Chucky thing. So it was a great win to see, and I was totally mixed during that game because. I hate the Raiders, maybe my least favorite team in sports. And, um, you know, then I got that Browns under. So, <laughs> but I actually like the Browns. I root for the Browns. Yeah, it was a good game. It's Baker Mayfield's first start, and he's another guy that's electric. He could fling it all over the football field, and they Man, were even up 28 14. So, hey, Hugh Jackson. <laughs> Can what are you doing, just dude? Point the fucking finger by now. So you've been you've been harping on this. You don't think Hugh Jackson finishes the season, but when? At what point did the Cleveland Browns look to him and, and say, "Dude, you're out of here"? Like the ones they've had so far. Uh, you got to look at something there. There, it's not because it can't be the team that's got to fall on the shoulders of the coach for them just not to finish. And looking at that, and looking at that hard knocks, I mean. Did you see I need the way he talks script. to players? I thought it was bizarre. The guy, oh, what's up, buddy? Hey, come, the one thing he goes, talk to your boy. No, he was talk to your boy. He was at- <laughs> like, yeah, he was. He was trying to be too friendly with those guys, and I brought it up. I complained about it the entire time when that. Freaking Antonio Callaway got busted for weed, and he says, "You know what? We're gonna we we got this guy's back. 
yeah. or a brotherhood. And stuff like and that ends up That's playing the next I'm game the entire game as a punishment. You have somebody say to the team, Callaway goes, just want to say I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm trying to find their bye week because usually you know the coach gets fired after the team goes on their bye. Let's, and for some damn reason, I don't think the Browns have a bye this year. I don't know. Long, I'm not sure. I don't know where it is. It literally says Ravens. What the? Well, we know. I literally down. am like tripping out, dude. Maybe I don't know my math, but I don't see a bye. Yeah, I just especially with yeah. the coordinators. <laughs> That's very true. That they got behind them. Two Anyways, any and. Todd Haley and um, or I don't think their D coordinator is a head coach, but is it Williams? Yeah, they say Williams. Yeah, Greg yeah, Williams. Yeah, now he just he just be really good coordinator. He just paid Todd dudes Haley. to and break Brett Favre's ankle. And you saw that in Hard Knocks too, in that one episode where they have the uh, <laughs> team meeting. Yeah, that was another bizarre thing. He sat there and said. It's my team. That's what you guys got to remember. It's my team. That's We're going to run it how I, I want to run it. And Todd Something Haley's sitting there like, fuck this guy. Why am I here? It'll be Todd Haley. He's seen the – yeah, you've seen the improvement in that team in one year or two years with him. And, you know, Williams is a screaming type guy. We'll see. You know, I, I'm very confident on that because there's no way that dude should be coaching that team. They could be 4-0. <laughs> They're 1-2-1. One, yeah, it's 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 baffling. So we could talk about the divisional leaders. The AFC, you got the Bengals, the Dolphins, turning the Titans, the and the Chiefs. It's kind of it's kind of screwed up. No, it's not. It's not how it. It's not going to end up that way for sure. Which which team do you think has a better chance to stay atop their division? The Tennessee neither. Titans or the Miami <laughs> Dolphins? Say neither. <laughs> no, I, yeah, you I could say, say neither, but those... if you had to choose, gun to your head. Okay, no, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll say I'll say this. I would say it's Titans... not going to happen. We know the Jags sure. are probably going to be atop the AFC South, but pick no, pick which team, pick which I team can, you could see question. making the playoffs. You kind of already touched on it. Wildcard teams. I really think so. I don't think the AFC is too. Um... You know, the AFC North isn't what it is. Oh, that'd be great. I, Ravens could sneak in there with the Bengals, but I do not think the Steelers are going to be there at the end of the year. Um, I mean, Titans for sure are going to win like nine games at least. I, and I also think the Dolphins are going to win nine games. So kind of whoever can be most consistent. But I like all those teams, like Ravens, Titans, and um, Dolphins, all to to be there at the end of the year real close. So. And Bengals, that was a huge win against the Falcons, an absolute shootout. A.J. Green caught the game-winning touchdown with, I think, eight seconds left. Andy Dalton, week to week, it's tough to follow him. Yeah. You know, whether you have him in fantasy or you're a Bengals fan, God bless you. But he finds a way to win games. They've been to the playoffs. They also have a coach that's been there for 100 years. He's had some really good teams. It's kind of like the Chiefs thing. They just don't. Seem to not do anything come January or December. Yeah, that's for sure. But let's jump to the NFC. Right now, you got the Browns atop the division. 
random. This team, I feel like mm-hmm. you could forget they're in the NFL. The Redskins are atop the NFC. East. I had a hot take. You got on the, the Saints NFC and the Rams for the season, and I still believe it's going to happen. I think three teams out of the NFC South are going to make the playoffs: Saints, Panthers, and Falcons. That's the best division in football. Um, I think two years ago, did that happen last time, year? And it, it was. Yeah, because I remember that, and this is a division that I think three years ago it was terrible. I think when the, I think the Panthers made the playoffs with like an eight and eight record. But I totally agree with you; those teams are very good. It'll be tough for the Falcons now. I think they're one in three, which is crazy yeah, because the their NFL team's as talented better. as any it's team in the NFL the offensively. At least, there's a lot of good teams. Yeah, so um, I think you see the most shakeups in that in that uh, conference for sure. The NFC East is interesting when I saw the Redskins up there because the Cowboys had that big win. They're two and two now. The Eagles are kind of off to a slow start. And the Redskins do have Alex Smith, competent quarterback. So that could also be a division where they're beaten up on each other. And that could actually be a division where the best team has a nine and seven record, to be honest. No. Uh, the Eagles, you think no. the Eagles can win? 10, they can win 10. 11, 12 they're games? They're going to be one of those teams that just. They won a championship, so I, I, I've harped on it before. I love teams with confidence in football and teams that are rolling. They just haven't gotten it rolling yet. They got their guy back. I think we'll start to see them turn the corner, and they win that division. And speaking of getting their guy back, Wentz yeah, he's great. actually looks pretty yeah, damn good. He's agile like he usually is which really makes him who he is. And he should probably be smarter because he tore his ACL. But last week, the guy was diving all over the place, and he actually got hit seven times and I think sacked four or five, which is not what you want. Yeah, well, that's awesome football, though. You can't play the game. Back from you can only play ACL the game one too. way. That's how he plays it. So, yeah, I hope he stays. I'm a big, I'm a big Wentz fan. Yeah. That's true. That's no, I love Wentz, and that's very true yeah, what you I said, but also I call someone should have told Carson Robert Griffin Jr. that. But we'll see. We'll see. No, but just just the fact of uh, only knowing how to play one way. Like that guy. And a little off topic, but I, I have been thinking have this as well where he didn't with get hit uh, as Patrick much. Mahomes. Every year you see these rookie quarterbacks come out and light it up. I mean, it's been like that the last, like, four years. I mean – Remember Cam Newton, Andrew Luck, they kind of fell off for a minute. Um, who last year, Deshaun Watson, we see him now. Deshaun Watson was incredible last year, and this year he just kind of looks like a pedestrian quarterback. I want to see – I'm going to keep my eye on next year to see if Pat Mahomes can keep this – or even – I mean, it's only week four. Let's see how – there's more film on him. Let's see how he progresses, but can't say enough about him right now. But I just think, yeah, it's an interesting topic to think – is that guy going to be great? Because we've seen this before. Even RG3, you know. Is he the next, you know, Hall yeah, of Fame no, that quarterback? Or is he kind of just this guy's people didn't expect and people don't have tape on him? And I actually – no, that's actually a good thing to bring up. And I saw a tweet the other day that said the NFL's never had this great – 
talents at the quarterback position as far as young guys. I think like under 30, they have a ton, like Cam Newton, Andrew Luck, Mahomes, Goff. Like they're in a pretty good place. And I think we talked about it two podcasts ago, like which uh-huh. crop of these quarterbacks is going to come up after the Brady's, the Rogers leave. And they are in a good place, but like you said, yeah, you don't know from year to year if these guys are going to fall off or you know, not. How many guys of those have we seen? And they're supposed to be world breakers. Like Deshaun Watson's the best example from last year, you know. And you see him this year; he's he struggles that time. He struggles a lot of times. And I think it's from having a year of year of film on him, and the entire offseason, these coaches are if they see the Texans on the schedule, they know kind of how to stop the guy. So. Yeah, he's kind of in a shitty situation as well. That offensive line's one of the top three worst offensive lines, and he's also coming off of an injury. But we'll see. That's a thing to keep an eye on for sure. Let's jump to the lines this week. Hopefully, let's have a better week this week. Let's not go too bold on our bold predictions. I mean, I'm telling myself that. And let's actually give some people locks that are going to make them money. And stay away. Uh, yeah, will... Do what you want, but you know what? Or, We're gonna have you a know big what? People could just do the damn so. opposite. <laughs> Are we actually going to play? Yeah, I went four and one last week. Actually, your bets and, and you place mine. And a couple of them mine. weren't like I know I had the Falcons lock. I didn't put that in. So I think we we do it a little too early in the week to where I like to see how the lines move and stuff like that, but. I got some good ones this week. I like this week in lines. All right, I'm just going to ask you about this Thursday night game because I got a little bet thing going on with someone at work where we bet every Thursday night game. It's my week to pick against the spread. You have the Colts going in to Foxborough to play the I Patriots. Like right now, the line yeah, is favoring it's, it's the Patriots lean. by 10 and a half. Minutes. I don't know if it's, yeah, I'm locking it in, but if, I'm probably gonna. It's raining. Oh my god! If you could, can you hear the rain just pouring uh, down on my car? God, call the call it's the news. Pouring. It doesn't rain here ever. That's crazy. Forgot what rain <laughs> sounds like. I know this is great. I haven't worn a jacket in That's like six stuff. months. But anyways, um, yeah, it's beautiful. Take I it really in. Really like Indianapolis to cover that. <laughs> but but go on. I really do. 10's just a lot in the NFL, you know? I mean, a team can dominate and still cover 10. It'd have to be another week like last week. And I like that rivalry. I've seen – it kind of is a rivalry. I don't know if it is now. But, yeah, I mean, I kind of forgot about that. I saw that on TV today. I think no, it for sure was. a thing on it. And I was like, yeah, that's totally true. That was a big thing. Um, I don't know. Like I said, a lean. I'm not going to put the house on it or anything, but – definitely would be Indianapolis plus ten and a half for me. All right, I might take your word for it. They both teams are missing key ingredients. T. Y. Hilton's out for Indy and Rob Gronkowski's out for the Patriots, but they also get Edelman back. So it will be interesting. And if I actually take the Colts, which you're not really I'm gonna like hate you because in the back spread. of my head I'm like, why would yeah. I bet against Tom? It's not Brady like you're it's not like you're taking the Colts to win. And coming off a tough loss like that, I, I like I like the spot. I think Colts lose, but it's a close game. All right. We'll see. 
What are what are the stay lines away. you're looking at? Give us give me a I have a couple locks in my head. Away. I am looking right now for some stayaways. Uh well my lock of the week. Go for locks then. Money Let's line. talk locks. Not the spread. Take the spread to be on the safe side. Plus three. I'd buy the half a point so you get three Oof. and a half. But damn it, Jacksonville money line. We're gonna go into KC. I'm gonna be there. And they're taking that game. I like it. They're gonna. It's plus one forty-five. I love plus one forty-five. I do like that actually. And I don't like I don't like three point like spreads. Man, That's I mostly lost, NFL. I like burned, a lot of them are three I, points. I five but I love my half massive point. parlay last week. From I went lines money line instead of the plus three. And if if I go plus three. I sweep and get hit my parlay, but instead, uh, wet money line. So you know, it's there for a reason. And that's a five gamer you lost out on. Um, but, uh, that's a good point. What are some other locks? I'm not giving. I'm not giving shit because seriously, I told myself I'm the worst better, and it's the truth. Like seriously, the other day I was like, you know what? Postseason baseballs here. I'm gonna bet. I live bet, and I swear, twenty five dollars. Welcome to the world. Into zero Everyone in lives fifteen in. minutes. Um, another lock I really do like is Baltimore minus three going to Cleveland. It's a rivalry. That should be a really close game. I also like the under on that game, but I think that's a game to highlight. Um, I'm looking at one right now. The Raiders are going. Take on the Chargers, which is a giant yeah, rivalry. That's basically and the Raiders are too. getting four and a half points. I'm thinking, yeah, no, I, not at all. honestly, the money line's at 180. One of my locks as well. Would that be foolish? Um, Oakland plus five. I'm showing plus five. Yeah, I do like that game a lot. Oh, Marvel, that's even better. Game would be Philadelphia, Minnesota. That's a just stay away from that one because you're flipping a coin there. Yep. Um, I was just looking at that. Another too. one is Redskins Saints. That's kind of weird. High. And it's at six and a half. Saints being favored in the in the dome. That's another one though. The ones that you've talked about the last couple weeks. The lines that are kind of like, mm, is that too high? Does Vegas know something? Maybe could that be that, one see, right there where you take the Saints and they just run away with it? What I was really it? happy about was that I think we talked about it last week was the uh, Raider game, and it's kind of like why are the zero and three Raiders favored against the the Browns, who to a lot of people look really good. Those are those ones. Those are those ones you got to look at. Like Vegas knows what they're doing. So yeah, you no did say that. They're favored in this game, and I always go towards that side. It's like you know, there's no way. You know, yeah, there's no way that. Uh, you know, blah, 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 should be favored that much. Well, there's a reason why they are. One. Yeah, like the, like the Panthers right now are favored by seven. They are coming off a of bye week. They're favored by seven over the Giants. So that one's uh, – and I feel like I've been on the Giants like three times this year. You just think they're so talented with OBJ on the outside and Barkley's looked as good as advertised as the running back and number three overall pick. 
So I think I've lied for sure. Lost money the first week when they played the Jags and last week. Yeah. Last week I said it was the lock of the week money line against the saints and they ended up losing 33 to 18. So maybe Vegas is right with the Panthers at minus seven. I kind of like that 6.5 actually. I might, I might play that. (laughs) Not a love. The other game I'm really looking at right here, which doesn't make much sense. Pittsburgh minus three at home against the Falcons. This is a must-win game for the Falcons. It's actually a must-win game for both teams, but kind of same thing. Why are the why is Pittsburgh favored in this game? That's that's a tough game. You said must-win, and that's an understatement for both of these teams. I, I think agree. you could honestly yeah, write one of these teams the off division, the Falcons, if they right? lose if it. If they lose this game, they're in trouble. It's not getting any easier for them having to go to uh, New yeah, Orleans that's... twice and Carolina twice. There's some good games this week. Even the Dolphins line right now, they're getting six and a half points going into Cincinnati. Uh... Yep. And a lot of people are going to be thinking about last week. This is the thing with Cardinal betting. Sin. People always Don't think about it. the previous week and go off of that. Yep. So the Cardinals or the Dolphins could bounce back. But then Stay again, away game for me. you got to buy the Cincinnati stock. Yeah, I would lean the under on that game. Ooh, no and that's at 49 and a half. I like that. So is there any absolute just you're going to win money no matter what Jacksonville plus You're going to win money when you give this pick right now. God, man, I can't wait to play this back. When I was playing back last week, I was like, I think that's what we said. And like come Saturday night where I'm putting them in, I'm like, that was a stupid bet that I put out there because I don't don't like it as much. Well, it's a prime example. Prime example is you watch every Jaguars game. You watched how terrible they played against the Titans. Clunker of a game, 9-6 game. And last week you said, stay away. The Jags are getting seven points against the Jets. Yeah, Sam Darnold's average. Yeah, but the Jags they just stay yeah, away they from roll. it. That's There's true. no way they're covering. And they beat true. the brakes off of them. Hey, so Locke is the Jacksonville Jaguars going into Kansas City. Kel Dester's going to be there in Arrowhead. He's going to eat a ton of barbecue. But I've heard. Have you been to that stadium? Keep looking it up. Top three atmosphere stadiums in the NFL across the board with everything I look at. So, and the number one, the number, I was going to say the number one tailgate in the NFL. Food. What I read. Tailgate. I can't wait. I'm going to be hopped up on brews and barbecue. And... <laughs> oh, next week's yeah. podcast is going to be great. You're going to see Nine Mahomes live. You can break that down. Over, under on the amount of picks Patrick Mahomes is going to throw against the Jaguars. It's set right now. I'm going to set it at Ooh, two and a half, that, that and I'm actually going to go over. <laughs> <laughs> two and a half too high. I'm, I'm no, it I'm, probably I'm, is. I'm I made two and a half up. Uh, let, okay, yeah, I take the over. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. One. Two. 
Let's go one and a half. He's going to throw two picks. He's going he's gonna to get freaking rocked back there. It's going to be interesting I'm to see what kind of game it is. I have not seen a defense like the Jags. So, if they can come out and do it again, and, you know, Mahomes is Mahomes, and then I will officially buy, you know, the Chiefs this year. And they're – but, no, I like – the Jags are that team with their – a chip on their shoulder this year, you know. And these are the games they really are going to show up for. So – All right, man. I'm holding you to it. The over on the Mahomes, the Jaguars mm-hmm. plus three and a half. You got it money line. We're going to make some money this week. And, hey, can you do one thing say, for me? Man, watch a little bit of postseason baseball so we can sprinkle that in and maybe watch. We'll see, man. We got to, you know, when oh, you're no, one I win shy of the World entire, Series, um, just getting into the postseason is not tonight, enough. The Yankee game. So, now I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big baseball guy, Cody. I'm a big sports guy. You know, we could talk. We can talk baseball. Yeah. But I would have had the A's. And hockey just started. That's (laughs) your sport. So you could could sprinkle that in. No, of course. Yeah. Well, everyone, dude. Dude, America was rooting for the Oakland A's. No one's going to root for the Yankees. for them had to end like that. Because what a year. Oh, yeah. No one expected the Oakland freaking A's to be in the freaking playoffs against the Yankees. Wow. And they have the lowest payroll ever to make the postseason. So good for them, but they got shellacked. John Carlos Stanton hit a fucking moonshot. So did Aaron Judge. That's going to be great. Red Sox, Yankees. We can talk about that next week. Kel, thank you for coming on. Four weeks straight. We're rolling. The Jaguars are rolling. rolling. The Rams are going to roll this week. Let's go. Rolling, rolling. Get up. Rolling, rolling. (laughs) All right. All right, right, man. Let's uh, not sing. Thank you for listening to the 10 After 7 podcast. We'll be back on next week to break it down per usual and hopefully talk about a Dodgers series win over the Atlanta Braves and moving on to the National League Championship Series. It won't matter who they're playing because they're the best fucking team. You could follow me on Twitter at 10 after 7 or on Instagram at 10 underscore after 7. See you next week. Woo! Go Dodgers.